Oh! Oh, hello. All right, let's do this one last time. Warning. Marvel and R&D contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended. As I told you a long time ago. Go fuck yourself. I got invitations right here. Enough for everybody. Are you ready? I was born ready, motherfucker. You Spider-Man, given a job to do. I played the long game, Mr. Castle. That's my secret, Cat. Underoos! So many snacks, so many We're in the end game now. He looks like an asshole. He's a criminal, that's who he is. I am. Well, that's just as fascinating as the first 89 times you told me that. What is up, everybody? It is time once again for Marvel on RMD Loki Edition. However you found us, thank you for finding us. Remember, while you're there, rate, review, subscribe. I am your host, the one and only Bobby D, and with me is Paul. Hey. And Lauren. Hello. And this week, we'll be going into episode two, The Variant, directed by Kate Heron and written by Alyssa... Kariasik. Sorry for butchering your name. <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's Karasik, yeah. It's close. I, that's, yeah. that's probably right. Karasik, yeah. So, as we always talk about, let's go into fan theories first. That is probably going to be wrong by the end of this episode or season. Woohoo! Young Avengers is another popular theory that is coming out of Loki. Because of some of the things that have been leaked or announced. Young Avengers is a new one for me. Okay. Over over these, I've heard West Coast Avengers. I've heard this is how we're going to get X-Men. This is how Fantastic Four. This is how they're going to introduce Doctor Doom. This is the first one for all the shows that I've recorded over these last as far as how we get there, because I clicked the link and only read the title, um, you know, I have no fucking idea. But as far as like, you know, content Characters? and team, just yeah, just like they are, they're kind of establishing and and making these characters that could eventually form west coast avengers um i i feel like they yeah sure they they could be doing the same thing for young avengers with uh with the ms marvel show coming up and uh mm-hmm. you know okay. yeah uh yeah yeah, yeah. that Kate Bishop and, uh, and america oh yeah that's happening too isn't there a fucking is that uh, still happening there's a Riri Williams show happening too, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. There's a fucking Riri Williams show happening, That's... which is going to be so cool. Uh, so yeah, like obviously the potential's there. You got some young banger characters, then yeah, make them Avengers. Like that's that's what that's also, what this whole universe exists for. Exactly. So. <laughs> also, I think um, with the with the big Loki reveal this week, it seems that the Loki that he's chasing is kind of an amalgamation of a couple different versions of Loki. Yeah. And Kid Loki is a part of the Young Avengers alongside Kate Bishop and and some of these other characters. So I I honestly think after this episode, um, I I think that that's that's not outside the realm of possibility i think it's it's a good chance that that's something that's happening 
I, I think it's I, one of the, these things to where you could look at all these things and if they're not sprinkling the seeds, you know, out there for this giant universe, like Paul said, you know, they, they, they're leaving their options open. So even if like these characters don't come together, we all at least know they're in the universe somewhere. And mm-hmm. that one day, whether it's five years, three years, you know, six months from now, whatever they decide, if they wanted to, oh. they could pull them all together. Oh, God. Okay. So we didn't even touch on a couple of the other Young Avengers, like, uh, members that ha- have actually recently been yeah. in in this universe. Um, Wiccan was one of them. And he was just introduced as a kid in WandaVision. It, Billy. Yep. Wanda's kid. Um, and then Patriot was actually uh, a young Avenger at one point. And he's a bit too old, but like they're, they're bringing in all of these characters and like, I don't think Patriot's going to be one of them, but a lot of the other ones seem young enough to be young Avengers. I mean, in the same way that like um, the Titans show that they did for DC, you know, like Nightwing and Starfire were a little bit older while was, the other ones were like younger teenagers. You know, they were still kind of in the same age range, but there was like a couple characters that were slightly older, a little bit more of like the, the leaders of the group mentors a little bit. Um, so I, I really think that it seems like the Marvel cinematic universe is moving in a direction where it's not just one big team that we're following, but like a couple of different teams that are really relevant and important and maybe young avengers will kind of be like a tv thing and west coast avengers kind of stuff will be like big screen movie stuff i i don't know but it's there's a lot of potential here yep is is patriot uh was that sam's like liaison to the army uh no he was the grandson of um what's his uh bradley oh okay yeah, remember. the the super soldier Isaiah Bradley Patriot yeah. um is yeah is it, Patriot's his his grandson Eli um that kept answering actually, the door. I I actually don't know. I think he's he's like a teenage kid actually, isn't he? He's yeah. like a high school student. Yeah. He so was, no, so he yeah, could like that, totally that be. He could totally end up becoming um someone that that Captain America takes under his wing to kind of like uh I don't know honor his his grandpa and stuff like that and he could he could absolutely be patriot and be in the young avengers if that's something they wanted to do they're introducing all of these young characters yeah and and again i think it like like you said if if they're gonna have this giant universe and these characters are gonna be there these rumors will be out there uh as they go but you know as we know it now this hasn't been announced but uh, the, like you said, the potential is there as far as the, the TV series and everything else goes that they could follow on. I, as we've been talking, I just learned for, I think, the first time that there's going to be a Disney Plus secret invasion show with like the scrolls. What? Yeah, they've how, they've, how, yeah, how I, they've been building that in a lot of things, a lot of like post credit scenes, and like we've seen scrolls several times, so we knew like something was happening. I think so, they announced that it was actually going to be a series event 
Um, I think it was late last year. Uh, yeah, right. It, it, I mean, it, we've we've gotten a lot of scroll stuff, but I I think I missed that announcement because that yeah, it, also opens up Hulkling for the Young Avengers because Hulkling is a scroll. Yeah, it was one of those things. I think it was announced when they finally like did like the full reveal of Phase Four, where they ended with the Fantastic Four symbol. I think it was in that in that announcement. I mean, so th- there's a lot coming up in Marvel that we have to look forward to. You know, almost too much to keep up with. It is at sometimes, like it, it really is. Between the movies, you know, finally getting back on their feet. Do you guys hear there's going to be a Black Widow movie? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's, Honestly, they, they um, could have re-promoted it as a new movie at this point, and people would have been like, "Oh, they did another Black Widow movie." Surely, this is Black Widow too. <laughs> I will say that right now, because Avengers Campus just opened in uh, Disney's California Adventure, I will say that like they are doing some uh, some neat stuff to promote it. Like they're doing a, a stunt show on top of one of the buildings um, in in that part of the park where, like, Black Widow... Gets thrown off for an Infinity Stone? No! (laughs) Her and Hawkeye fight on top? She's not on Vormir. Um, No, it's... uh, It's... It's her fighting Taskmaster and, like, a couple of Taskmaster's uh, lackeys. And Black Panther comes and helps. And Black Panther, like, scales the building up to her. She, like, repels down a little bit. It's it's cool. It's a cool little, like, stunt show. They do a bunch of, like, stunt fighting and stuff. And, like, that's a really awesome way to promote your movie that's about to come out. Like, that sounds cool. person at the park. Does Taskmaster have lackeys? I thought he was, like, very much, like, a Deathstroke kind of character. Yeah, but I think, um, I think perhaps in the Black Widow movie... He does. Um, they, they, it's just, it's just. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> he's the master of tasks, and perhaps he had some tasks to give others. I yes. don't know. He's, he's got, he, he's got several underlying processes. Yes. <laughs> so, in other news, yeah. What's the show about? Uh, it's, it's all right. Disney Plus is now permanently moving all shows that released on Wednesday after the popularity of this. In my head, as I read this, they could have released this on Tuesday at 3 a.m. and somehow it still would have been popular. In this day and age, I don't know why they make such a big deal about moving things from like Friday to Wednesday. Yeah. it looks like this is a permanent thing now for Disney that they're going to move it forward um, because of the the record setting launch that we had talked about last week. Now, like I said, in my head, I'm going, I don't think it matters when things release that that old way of thinking of it has to be uh, like even think about movies. Remember, you know, kind of growing up, it was like only summer blockbuster movies. And now yeah. they just like we want a summer. We want a weekend where there's no other blockbuster movies so we can win the weekend. Right. You know, and people will go. And I think that's the same thing with streaming television. It shouldn't matter when you release it, but Disney Plus is I, moving it to Wednesday. I think I think though at the end of the day, even though probably the same amount of people would have watched it eventually, even if it wasn't that day, um, I think Wednesdays are probably easier for a lot of people because they're not they're probably not going out and doing something the same way that they would on a Friday. And at the end of the day, um Disney has a board of directors, you know, they've got executives that they want to see the numbers and they want to see the numbers for like immediate impact. And a lot of those dudes are 
dinosaurs. Um, You know, they've still got that same mentality. So it's a numbers game. It's all about like, how many people are we reaching immediately? How many people are hyped up enough that they're going to watch it that night? They're going to sit at home. They're going to stream this show because those are the people that we're going to keep as viewers. Um, I th- Yeah, it's just a numbers game. And I think you're right. But like, honestly, I'm kind of um, I'm I'm happy about that because I think on the off chance that I'm doing something on a weekend night, you know, I don't want to see spoilers and we live in that era now where people just post about stuff on the internet willy-nilly like instantaneously yeah yep so So i'm good with it (laughs) yeah so just for future reference if you're a disney plus viewer um you're gonna be seeing everything on wednesday so now uh, let's get into the show a little bit here we talked a little bit last week about tara strong um being miss minutes uh, there is some news out there that this whole thing will have, she'll have her own story arc. So just seeing her, the, the animated clock this week, uh, was not a one-time thing. She will be a key in most of the, the shows going forward. Honestly, the episode opening with Loki, just like fucking with her, like asking her questions and like, you know, how, how real are you? And then like waving things around at her and she's jumping around and like essentially calling him an asshole. Um, it was, I loved it. It was, it was fun. And I'm absolutely down for more, even if her entire story arc is just dodging gentle attacks from Loki. I'm here for it. Yeah, it was delightful. And I'm never upset about Tara Strong's presence in anything. She's great at her job. She always gives a solid character. Um, Yeah, I'm cool. Great. Awesome. I can't wait to see what weird stuff is going to come from that. Uh, Yeah. Into it. (laughs) Exactly. And and like you said, that whole interaction was amazing and like seamless on how it jumped from one thing to the other. and I think that's one of these things that I'm noticing a lot about the Disney plus and the, like Marvel, you know, and I know the budget for these things. I, I forgot what last ep- or the last series was per episode, but they were talking like 25, 30 million an episode. And you yeah. can definitely see it in the quality of things like an animated clock and it having it jump between different forms of like a monitor on the desk, et cetera. It's not, doesn't look horrible. It's, it's so cool to look at. And you're seeing that with everything that they're doing as far as effects and everything goes is that it's money well spent. So, yeah, it like, it was, it was delightfully surprising and I was not expecting uh, Miss Minutes to jump into the computer to, to avoid Loki's swats with a magazine. But, like, everything looks great. I mean, it looks movie quality. It looks like we're getting more, like, big screen cinematic stuff from the Marvel Universe. All of the effects are just as beautiful as you would expect from, like, the movie entries to this franchise. So, clearly... They're putting that budget to work and we're getting a beautiful product that just is the highest quality that we could expect from TV. Yeah. And I think that's how you're always going to keep viewers happy and everything. If you're going to 
continuously and you know we've kind of seen it even with the star wars side of the house if if it's going to be a tv universe like along with a movie universe like a complete universe altogether you have to keep up the same quality as you go from movies to television because if not it's gonna degrade your like your whole experience in the universe and so yeah. I, I I think that they have to keep it up because if not, again, why would we want to go from something that looks spectacular to be like, oh, this is wonky as fuck. So Now, this week, we get a lot more into the whole story on what the whole purpose of Loki is going to be. And we get to see Detective Loki is now on the case as he's studying case files and trying to figure everything out about how these variants are going around and disturbing the timeline. Um, it is amazing on, and Lauren, we've talked about this so much in the past as we've been covering 22 episodes of television for, you know, the better part of five years is yeah. that when storylines like this, which we have, I believe it's six episodes at, you know, the 40, whatever minutes they have to be so concise and they have to move quickly and explain what's going on. And, you know, where this is where the shorter seasons is helping us out here because it was like Loki figured this out. Loki figured it out. And then, you know, we get the whole, let's go test the theory in the same episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's just nice to see like a good pace getting kept up by the television show to where like legitimately we probably could have talked about this part of it, just figuring out how the variants are getting away with it without really disturbing the timeline in just one episode of us talking. But they gave us that and so much more. So. What did what did you guys think when he's going through all this studying and he finally figures it out and that that just the whole scene about well it doesn't matter you guys are all going to die anyways right now and causing the disturbance in that timeline. Yeah. It, it was it was cool. It was uh, a good uh, like like explanation or a good you know whatever loophole to exploit. Um, you know, interesting writing for. Uh, this this kind of like topic or you know subject matter or whatever like anything you know anything revolving time um needs like on the one hand you can kind of just make up whatever and say like this is why this is but like when it actually seems reasonable like cool you're that much more invested yeah but you said something right there paul that i i have to disagree with because endgame has been picked apart for how many years now because they just did whatever they wanted to because you know this is our victory lap for the fans so we can get away with some bullshit that nobody believes that this show has had a correct um and and so i i don't think that you know like like when you say correct and i i use air quotes um they they corrected it with with like one throwaway line and now like everything was you know more acceptable or more palatable yes but that throwaway line wasn't created it was only probably created because nobody was buying that bullshit and the russos have been defending it for five years i mean again that's just my opinion on it i mean and yeah you're not you're not like wrong but like how many how many how many you know just comics right how many stories have like a loophole 
or uh, I'm sorry, a plot hole or fuck it. Yeah. Loophole that is like followed up on, you know, years later in a different arc in a uh, in a different book by a different writer like that's it's not intentional but like you you use what you have you use what's there that's how you create this content yeah i agree i'll i'll buy it shut up about it now no i look i'm I'm, look i'm not here to bitch about the holes in avengers endgame was a flawless film there were no problems and now we know that's fact yes i'll have to go back Uh. and change my rating After all these years, you should have watched Loki before you said anything about that movie. Yes. (laughs) Now, the the new order of how to watch the Avengers um, original saga will include watch Loki first. Watch Loki episode one first. So it could plug the holes before you get to Endgame. Oh, boy. Okay, so. I like I I can't even focus on that because I looked at your notes for this episode and now i've realized that my life is a lie so um i'm just the wrong episode brewing i'm just brewing it no what no i'm just brewing and waiting for waiting for us to move forward in the notes i have no input on what you've said because i'm just just stewing over this Uh, okay So I guess I will move on in the notes here. And but the problem is I have like ten or fifteen more lines and I'm not sure which one she's doing over. Uh, like the whole next thing. Okay. The big so, variant reveal. Um now we get our reveal towards the end. And there is a another version of a I'm going to air quote Loki. That appears. <sighs> you're yep. going gonna to air quote it? I'm, 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 yeah. air, I'm, I'm air quoting it. He's now. air quoting it because there's a lot of Lokis out there, but sometimes things aren't always as they appear. Now, uh, I think I'm going to get right to the point here. Historically speaking, these shows have not been direct. At all. You know, and earlier in this episode, they had showed the different forms of Loki that were out there. Now, I don't necessarily believe that this is the Loki, Lady Loki. I I no longer believe that anymore. I believe this is Enchantress. Yep. Yeah, 100%. So we... (laughs) We started this episode and, like, I, I watched Loki, like, just before we all started recording tonight and i was like oh it's lady loki but like oh that's an odd choice blonde hair she's kind of younger all right nothing clicked absolutely nothing clicked didn't think of it and then i see in your notes just one word by itself on a line just enchantress and i was like huh well and i thought of older enchantress with like the scarlet witch-esque outfit right and did not for a single minute remember that sylvie lushton enchantress was a a member of the young avengers as a younger girl with short blonde hair like that and b created by lady loki lady loki bragged about creating uh 
if I if I remember, uh, creating a mortal who like thinks that they're a a god, basically, like someone who's I I guess like kind of intended to be just full of mischief and stuff like that and would also make sense why she didn't want to be called Loki and why she scoffed at it um this just this just further proves the the theory of like hey young avengers is probably going to happen at some point <laughs> I I never I don't think I would have put that together. I think I just would have accepted things at face value. But I I looked it up and uh, and 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 saw like that apparently the reason that everyone's like oh no it's totally enchantress is that the uh, the Spanish dub in Spain for Loki <laughs> lists the character's name as Sylvie and Sylvie Lushton is. Enchantress. <laughs> so the <laughs> SAP button on the thing spoiled the. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Spain. <laughs> Lo siento. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, there was just so much going on about what, like, and again, I went off the whole thing, and yeah, I did read some of those things. I'm not going to say this was 100% my theory. But it was just one of those how everything has worked out in this the universe so far as far as the television shows have went is that they've always kind of presented the red herring and went back on yeah. it later saying, look, and, and that's what they did in this was that they showed all those different versions of Loki throughout time. Got it in your head that the first person you were going to see was Loki, you know, uh, some version of Loki. And then they brought out this female that of looks like a Loki-esque character that people would recognize. And it was just like, oh, okay. She doesn't have the same ideas as Loki. This is something different. And, you know, and this, is, this is the perfect character to create this, this total like red herring situation with, too. Even her magic is green, like Loki's. Like, there's no... You, you have no baseline to be like, oh, obviously, like, it's not the same character. Like, there's a difference in the way their magic looks, or this and that. Like, no, it's all... Like, their color schemes are the same, and they're completely connected as far as, like... Lady Loki, after Loki, like, put his soul into Lady Sif's body and all this nonsense, like, there's, there they are connected, it's, I, I am a fool. I feel like a fool. But also, like, we were expected to just take it at face value, so, maybe I'm not a fool, but I feel like one. Nah, I mean, again, you, you, you're less than an hour and a half away from when you watched it. <laughs> Um, it's only been released for 24 hours, so it wasn't like there's a ton of information out there. But it, it and and they did what they needed to do to get people like hyped up, and that's what these shows do. Is that the speculation and theories is part of what Marvel has done well over these the, the previous two shows. Now, with this whole like interaction between the two, it makes me believe. And, and you guys tell me if you feel differently after this week that this not might not necessarily be the end of Loki as we know him. That he might find a way to survive this whole thing. 
I mean, yeah, I, like, I don't want to have hope because, you know, I don't want to be that much more sad when, you know, he's taken yeah. away from me again. <laughs> but I, I mean, you know, one, it's fucking Loki. Um, and I mean, I guess just that it's Loki, right? Um, it, it feels like this is almost a, like a, like a, not a reboot, but like a rebirth for the character to be inserted back into continuity somehow rather than like a goodbye yeah this is a complete reboot scenario um it's volume two uh you know issue one at this Uh, point but how really quickly um how many how many people do we think are running around in cloaks like doing all of this what do you mean uh well like so when um when the when they were holding the phone like sideways mode and like setting the timers for all the all the little charges to go off oh it um, was just her oh and no she those was, were not she was her possessing hands. those were large man-sized hands and thumbs so okay. unless they specifically shot that to like not make it look like it was a, a female for whatever that's they worth were in when the reveal was coming moments later no they were it was fingernails it was it was hands oh well, I don't know. I thought it was just all her. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see. But I just think that they're all working towards a bigger plan than Loki taking over the timeline. That there's something bigger of Bruin here um, that we go. Because this week we basically saw this whole sacred timeline that they've been worshipping the first two episodes get fucked. And what did they say? They said someone bombed the sacred timeline. Yeah. <laughs> and like, essentially, yeah, that's what happened. Um, okay, but it's really quick to, to talk about like uh, how many people are running around and blah, blah, blah. Um, so if Lady Loki Enchantress, whomever, um, is not working alone and has some other people, you know, setting those little timers and whatever... Do we think that we're going to see any other Lokis in this show? Because there are, there are a bunch of different Lokis. There's, you know, there's that, that's just a thing. That is a real thing. Um, And do we think that we will ever see kid Loki? If that's the case. Like my, it's, it's weird. Cause like, obviously not, you know, not every Loki is identical and they're not all going to have yeah. the same motivations, but like, they're going to mm-hmm. be relatively similar. And like, for the most, most of them would be yeah. our, our Loki who, you know, clearly wants who to, uh, heaven, hallowed be thy name. He, <laughs> I mean, you know, at, at, at the least he would love to be able to talk to these timekeepers and like find an outcome where he doesn't, get obliterated into non-existence um but like at best i think you know he he would like to take control over the whole situation but like it's from to me his interest in doing that is like 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 flawed savior he wants to introduce like the quote-unquote chaos to the timeline he wants that like free will he doesn't want everyone and everything to exist in this like predetermined cookie cutter reality and like that that doesn't seem like at all what 
the you know this this antagonist that we are looking at dealing with is they they seem much more like they're not just about the chaos i think they have a specific thing that they're trying to do or create we just don't know oh, what for it is sure yet. there's a plan and an agenda and it is going along um, i think they they you know set off all these charges get all these different timelines going so that the the tva is forced to you know go go deal with them and maybe the one that slips through the crack is the one that they were going for for you know whatever the hell that's going to result in yeah so, so you, you had brought up the whole free will thing paul now it, it, it's weird when i start looking at this and you you start analyzing the show and you wonder what what who is the hero and who is the villain and it almost to me seems like the the timekeepers are the real enemies here because like you said they're taking away free will that everything is predetermined and if it doesn't go their way they go erase it do you they're, guys they're not go ahead no you go ahead <laughs> they're not unlike the um shut up you just went <laughs> <laughs> they're not unlike the um what are they the watchers right what they're called i'm talking yes, that's like, what those um, yes that's what those guys are called but they are the, the watchers meant, watch I, yeah, no 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 i meant i meant like um as far as like the type of being that they're pre- being presented as okay yeah. because they're the 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 marvel heroes had a problem with um the watchers at certain points especially when oh god what uh original sin original sin i was like secret origin like yeah or when original sin was happening they were like you're watching and you're not doing anything you're just watching it play out so yes the watchers don't interfere they just watch whereas like the time keepers like only interfere <laughs> yeah, but but not personally. They just like dictate what should happen. So I think there's this um there's this similarity there in the sense of like they're these supposedly all powerful beings and whatever and they could help, they could do something and they choose not to. Um and so that that frustrates people, especially with the timekeepers determining fates for people and stuff like that. And I think um I think especially for Loki as a like Loki's technically a demigod, right? Mm-hmm. Not like a full on god. Um so especially for him, you know, he has always known power at least to some degree. Maybe he not as much as Thor, maybe not as much as Odin, but for him having this discussion about like Wait, wait, wait. So, like, you think the timekeepers are just these all-powerful things, and they just made you, and they just gave you this purpose, and they predetermine everything, and whatever, and there's, there, that, that just seems silly, you know? Like, well, where did you come from? Oh, well, you know, I came from Odin, and we live, you know, in Asgard, and all this stuff, and, and it's just, frost like, the giants. whole situation is, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it was created by a frost giant, right? Raised by Odin. Um, the whole thing has to be entirely jarring for Loki, especially when it's paired with, oh, yeah, you might not have any free will. Maybe you have a little bit of free will to, like, wiggle around um, here and there as long as it's not 
a large enough thing to steer you off of your path. <laughs> it's the Rick yeah, and like, Morty where he's wa- walking around with the crystal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. You, nope. You get to choose what you eat for <laughs> breakfast every day as long as right. we approve it. Right. 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 It's. And I mean, that would I think that would be a mind fuck for anyone to hear. But as especially like a, yeah, thing. Knowing, a character no, like Loki. Yes, knowing no matter what I do today, it's yeah. not going to matter tomorrow because it's that's already predetermined. the way that it's going to end. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it, it just seems like as we learn more about the timekeepers and the TVA, it's becoming like this very cult-like thing to where, uh, again, we hear Loki talk a lot about this week about like, I want to meet him. I want to meet him. Have you ever met him? And it's like, no, I haven't met him. Yeah. And then. Well, and that. That um, I had opinions, but then I saw that you had already written my opinions uh, in your notes. <laughs> you can have your um, own opinions. These are just my things that get us right, into yeah. a conversation. No, but like you, you know, you had the like you said moments ago, um, are the timekeepers the real enemies? And then sub bullet points below that are, yeah, this this is where I am. I don't think they're real. I think the TVA is very mm-hmm. cult like. Um, in the, there is there is somebody above the I already forgot her name, but the, the like, is that is that the lady that Owen Wilson's yeah, character is always interacting y- with? Y- yes, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes. The somebody, one with all the, uh, the I, I don't think it's her. I think somebody above her rank is like the guy on the hill saying that he can talk to God and telling everybody else what God says, and uh, so, so like a Joseph Smith or somebody yeah. like that. Um. And he he is he's the one with the vision. He is the one with you know, what they they are the one with the whatever. And they are relaying everything that these beings that may or may not probably not exist. They're you know, they're spreading that information to everybody else and making making everybody else uphold this and that. And the you know, whoever is the antagonist of this series, and especially if, you know, my my thumb hunch is right and these cloaked people are multiple possibly an organization like are they the resistance are they the rebellion fighting this forced sacred timeline um there's just there's there's so much that can happen with the show in so many directions in the next four episodes like this is a fun time there's a lot of talk um there's a lot of of like just chatter from fans about the potential for like Kang the Conqueror to show up in um in Loki and to potentially be um a big enemy or maybe you know whatever and it's it is even more a possibility that like that's something that's in the works just based on little things here and there like the dates that um Loki, Enchantress, whomever, um, kind of blew up in the timeline, if you look at those. And then the fact that Renslayer um, is Ravana Renslayer and King the Conqueror, like, was in love with her and he messed up timelines to alter things and create an alternate timeline to save her by instead making a timeline where he died instead of her. It's like, there's just so much stuff that's like, we don't know. We have no idea what the reality of things are, but I, I get the sense evermore as we get through these episodes that the timekeepers aren't real or at least aren't what we're being told they are or aren't, you know, what 
they would like people to believe. Um, even Owen Wilson's character has not met them, you know, and the only person whose word we're supposed to take is Judge Renslayer. She just says, oh, yeah, they're very involved right now. <laughs> and I, I super love her character, by the way. I think she's doing a great job. She's really, really um, charismatic. And she's like, I don't know. She just feels so like nice and natural to watch, especially across from Owen Wilson. That's been a, like a surprise, delightful um, pairing of banter right there. Uh, well, I, I mean, I think it's there is no uh, character that I could tell you that stands out as being bad at this point. Well, and and that being said, Loki's quote this week where Loki says, I know that no one who is bad is truly bad and no one who is good is truly good and and truly being used in the sense of like. An absolute like no one who's good is perfectly good without Except an Steve ounce Rogers. of darkness in them. And no one who's bad is completely, absolutely and truly wholly bad with no ounce of good in them. So I think that's that's a really important quote to remember as we're watching future episodes, because yeah. exactly what you just said. Yeah, no, it, it, it's definitely it was. So much that went on in this week. Um, I have a new theory. Okay. Whenever, Go whenever. ahead. Okay. This is what we do. <laughs> what you got? So I think that if we are going to get Kid Loki at all, it will be through this series and towards the end of this series, whenever that may be. Um, so... I think I think Loki has a long way to go in this series as far as character development and stuff like that. But I think if he does manage to find a way to keep surviving, it might not be as adult Loki. It might be he might end up with um kind of like the best that he can get, which might be to be reborn. He um in in the comics and stuff, he convinced Hela to remove his name from the Book of Hell so that he could be reborn. And that's how Kid Loki came about. So I think I think we're gonna see a lot of character development from him. Whether this show is one season or two seasons or whatever, because I truly I don't know. Um but I think at the end of his journey, if there's no way to fit him back into the timeline as himself as grown Loki if there's no way to not totally screw time by by putting him back in there I think it might be uh he might take a deal to let himself at least be reborn and live again as much as I like <laughs> it I don't want to see Tom Hiddleston leave I don't either, either. I don't either. I think, though, that, like, you know, it's a possibility that, like, writing this character back in might be a bit messier than than is feasible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but we'll have to see where this show goes. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. It's just if I think if we get Kid Loki, I think that perhaps that is the way that it would happen. 
so entirely unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, fuck, what is Owen Wilson's character's name? It was Mobius. Fun. Mobius, yes. Mobius. Mobius uh, M. Mobius. He... <laughs> He mentioned that, you know, time works weird in the in the bureau, in the in the TVA. And like maybe it's just me like noticing things that aren't real. But I feel like like one, it felt a little bit like there was a time jump, like like between episode one and two, like like Loki is now this established like suit wearing detective man. Um, But even beyond that, I feel like his hair was like longer because it was like Avengers one length because it was in that first episode and it was like shoulder length or longer in this episode. Also, I feel like Mobius's hair was significantly more gray than it was in the first episode, but maybe, you know, maybe that's nothing and I'm just not noticing things, but I, and, and realistically, what does any of that matter? Because they're still working on this, like this same case and they interact with whenever something bad happens, which can be all throughout time. So does any of this matter prop like like no i guess but like there are things that i'm noticing and i'm just did, did anybody else like see or notice that or am i just just nope, looking at too much hair it. i i'm trying to think like only thing i really noticed that he was doing like the wrestling hair flip during the fight scenes um but yeah it it it, it did appear longer but you're right i if the time thing is working differently, like you said in there, it would explain a lot of the probably set design, well, like options and, and everything else that's going on. Because you know they we have all this futuristic technology with this real retro feel, mm-hmm. and so it almost gives it off, like you said, that maybe there was a difference. And you know, now that you said it. I, I will focus on it and I'm sure all three of us will for next week's episode. <laughs> well, yeah, right. like, like like next week is is Mobius's hair like more blonde? Is Loki's hair shorter? Like is like does it just what's the flow? Like? like, yeah, what is And you know, again, maybe I'm just noticing nothing, but I'm definitely gonna be paying even more attention to it. I I think this is one of those shows to where, you know, we we've seen people already you know, analyze the files that he was looking at, you know, the, the, the intake forms, you know, and looking for Easter egg type things. And this could be one of those things that Marvel might be doing um, throughout the show. And again, we're only week two, so it's hard to say, but it's something we can definitely watch for going forward. So any, anything else you guys want to talk about before we take our break and get to our final thoughts? Um, I think I'm good. I think mm-hmm. I, I got everything out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a lot to get out this, this week. Um, like again, in just the second episode, it, it moved pretty fast, but we'll, uh, we, we need to take a break. And when we get back, we'll, uh, rate this bad boy. Yeah. 
Free stuff is awesome. But free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. We are back. If you want to support us, go to Rayman.com or Patreon.com slash Rayman Digital. And uh, you, you can join our Patreon page. Give us a dollar. Give us 10. Give us 20. Whatever. We appreciate you guys. Now, Lauren. Yes. You want to go first? N- no. Because I know Paul doesn't want to go first. I, I, you want me to go first? You guys want me to go first? I can go first. It's not that big. Of a yeah. Deal. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm reading this yet. I'm like, I'm still mulling it over. I, my opinions on things have changed even, no, not changed, but like, I feel Evolved. like I've unlocked more knowledge since starting this recording. <laughs> Look, and that's when, you know, we've done a damn good show is that we've talked about this, you know, through friends for like the last eight, nine years, whatever it's been. <laughs> And we have opened our eyes to other things. And what that does is that says that this is a damn good show. That we can all watch this and take away different things and come together and have this discussion. And it means it was written well. It was acted well. It was directed well. There's nothing that I can tell you that was wrong with this episode. Now, so uh, I will give this a 90 because not not I, I know I just said that there was nothing wrong with this episode, but I, I feel like there's going to be so much more to come. You got to leave room to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that if I'm like, <laughs> there was nothing wrong, 100. And then, yeah, then I'm like, next week, 110, <laughs> you know, just making up my own rating. This is a very, very well-written show. And that's all I really want, you know. It is something that is thought out. The story is there. It, it, it tells you enough, but it doesn't tell you everything. So we can have these discussions about what's going on. So. Yeah. Who wants to go next? Um, I will. I'm going to go with a 90 as well. I think, I think you're right on the money. Um, this episode was solid. It was really good, but I feel like we have to leave some headroom there because I don't feel, I don't feel like most episodes are going to be worse than this one. <laughs> I feel like even though this one was good, there's just so much room and possibility. And there's, there's so much love and care put into these shows in the details. Like even just all of the, um, on, on Renslayer's computer when she's looking at 
all of the dates that were and and places that were affected you know there's so many little like there's so many things there and i think paul's theory about um a, a rebellion rising right now um towards the the sacred timeline i think that that's honestly pretty likely there's all these dates that are like um portugal like when christopher columbus started colonizing and um or like started you know spain and portugal's like colonization um and there's there's some others that really tie into you know colonization in different areas of the world as well as different things in the marvel universe like ego and asgard and stuff like that so there's there's so much detail there's so many things there's so many possibilities um i i'm just i'm so pleased and satisfied and i think that i'm gonna have to rewatch this whole show uh once the the season finale airs because i feel like i'm still gonna miss things or yeah at um, least once that penultimate episode airs and like yeah. you know what to look for so you can start the rewatch leading up to the finale yeah 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 also i i really hope that we get president loki even if it's just as a gag or a joke like for a, a moment yeah yeah, I I thought there was like an image or something. There's a still of that, him with the headdress on in a suit with a bat. Like, a, wait, what? Yeah, that was like one of the original things. Reveal, uh, like the yeah. screens revealed for the series, and, and, and he's got like a political badge on. Are you kidding? <sighs> All right, well, I'm stupid. Well, you just you're just gonna get what you wish for. Shush, shush. Yeah, but like, I don't know, whatever. I'm looking it up now. You do your thing. I'm done. I'm going to go look at President Loki. Um, I mean, yeah, this, this, whatever, you know, you guys, you guys said it. The show is good. I appreciate that. Um, in the year 2050, Roxxon has its own storefront called Roxcart. I like to also imagine that it <laughs> exists online. So they probably took over both Amazon and Walmart. Um, and, and the, the phrase sheathe your smarm really rubbed me the right way. And, uh, and that's all I really have to say about this episode that you two didn't already say. So I'm going to give it a 90 cause I think I went 88 last week knowing that I was going to need to escalate probably every episode. So here we are. That puts us at an average of what's that say, Bob? Um, uh, Paul, uh, <laughs> Paul's uh, math mind said a ninety plus a ninety equals a ninety-three on the Raymond <laughs> scale. Apparently, apparently, um, the the like vote for Loki, like kind of President Loki thing, was straight up in a trailer, and I don't remember that at all. <laughs> you so, don't remember I'm anything, an, though. You know, I know, I'm, I know. I'm, I'm looking right at the picture on the the big screen above me. Son of a bitch. Um. Oh, excuse my idiocy. No, it's all right. Oh, god damn it! It literally. Ah, whatever. <laughs> all right, so we're getting it. Cool. Now I feel dumb for being like. <laughs> I hope that happens. Like, <laughs> shit. Eh. Whatever. Ignore me. I hope Loki's I think- in this show. <laughs> I hate you. I don't think I watched that trailer. I think I was kind of like avoiding extra trailers because I knew I was gonna like be hyped for the show regardless so i i wanted to have as many surprises as possible absolutely there's things that you don't need trailers for and this was definitely one of them and it's proving with our 
90, 90, 90, 93 score, according to Paul's <laughs> math. Um, next week, we will teach Paul how to do real math as we come back with episode three of Loki. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, you can catch all past future episodes, RaymanDigitalMedia.com. We'll talk to you next week. I am Iron Man.